0: Hey, this is Greg Sanders. Thanks for listening today. It's our hope that this message will help you connect to God, grow in His Word, and serve the kingdom in a greater capacity. Thanks for listening and enjoy today's message. Well, good morning. Good morning, good morning. man. It's going to be a great, great week. Uh, before we get going into all that good stuff, hey, let's give a shout out. We got a healthy church. Look at you guys. You are nothing but a healthy church. And uh, uh, Pastor Greg's been on sabbatical for some time now, and, uh, but you're here, and thank you for that. Don't we not have an awesome worship team? Yeah. Woo! I tell you what, Thomas, that's a, that's a sign of a great leader, man. Just kick it up again, and let's go. And uh, thanks to our awesome uh, Pastor Addison and Crystal and our team for holding everything together while Pastor's have been gone. But he's doing well. He's back home, and uh, he'll be with us pretty soon. Um, So it's really exciting. I would like to give a little shout out to our um, foreign exchange exchange student, Lily, and her family is here from, yes, from Germany. Come on. Uh, She has been a part of our family for this past school year. We're going to really miss her. And we're excited that you're with us here today. And uh, so we're into our series called what? Called what? God moment. Before we get into God moments, Champ Camp does start tonight. But if you are signed up, if you're signed up, just wave at me. Awesome. All right. If you would like to sign up, because we're going to have, right now, we have about 150 kids signed up for Champ Camp. Now, that's not the ones that are going to be signing up this afternoon. So we have got a lot of kids. We're going to have a meeting following the service right over here to everybody that's serving in Champ Camp. If you have not signed up and would like to sign up, Please just come over here and sit down with us, and we will get you plugged in because we cannot do it without you. It is impossible. We've been doing this for like, I think, 12 years now. It's an incredible, it's really one of our biggest outreaches. So be a part of something that is making a difference in our community and these kids. Uh, It's just awesome. But God moments. Who in here would say this past week, you've had a God moment? What? All right? Who in this room would say, you know what? I would like to have a God moment. Come on. Well, today we're going to have a God moment together. Uh, I'm going to pull you into my God moments. Pastor asked us to share on our God moments. And uh, so it's very important to realize that God is always moving. He is always doing. And sometimes we just miss out on some of the most incredible God moments that he gives us. But you got a phone, don't you? I bet you you could pull up that phone right now. You don't have to. Pull up that phone and you will find some God moments in it. Because I did that just for you today because we're going to look at some of my God moments. All right, you all want to do that? Awesome. Show them this God moment here. This is way back in the day. This is me, Professor, uh, Professor Deedle, and I've got right there a six-foot rocket. So what do you do with the rocket? What do you do with it? You launch it. Yes, we launched that rocket right inside this room right here. You can see the fire. That is real fire real smoke. Uh, but yes, that was one of my all-time God moments. Isn't that pretty awesome? Uh, look at this other God moment. We're going from Professor Deedle to Disco Dave. Disco Dave, God moment here. Why is that a God moment? Well, show them the next picture, Eddie, right there. That is my God moment. That's one of our bus kids that came here for years and years. His name is Miles. Love that boy. We picked him up. We had visited him on Saturdays. I saw his brother last year sometime working in one of the restaurants. That's a God moment. Check out this other God moment right here. Oh, yeah, right there. Yeah, there's Captain Dave. I got all these different faces. You all remember Captain Dave? All right. Nobody remembers Captain Dave. (laughs) Not Captain Jack. But check out, is that Lily there? Is that Lily in the center right there? That is Lily. Look at that. And one of our uh, God moments right there is with Lily and Elektra. Uh, pretty awesome God moments. I, just like I said, you can open up your phone and you're going to find God moments. Show them the next God moment right here. Woo! Check out this old one from the past. This was a duct tape suit that uh, Trevor Willison and uh, Trevin Willison uh, wore for BGMC Sunday. And the only thing about this God moment I cannot show you, and I don't know why, I was bald. I shaved my head bald and I was wearing a fro wig when I came in here and did my BGMC spill and I pulled it off at the end and everybody's like "Ah!" you know God moments come on now let's check out this other one is that a God moment or not I don't know I've always asked myself is that a God moment you know some things that we look at is that really a God moment Well, that was some fun. We were doing our Christmas outreach, having God moments. You know, we were delivering kids uh, in our community. Uh, But yeah, let's get rid of that one out there. (laughs) Whoa! Let's pause it right there for a minute. And uh, because today I want to talk to you why I showed you those. Is because today we're talking about influence. People have influenced my life. And I want to share with you a couple of guys that played a major part And who I became today. And that's our God moment today. It's who has influenced me, who has influenced you in your life. So what I want you to do today is I want you to take your notes out, take your phone out, whatever you want, and let's have a God moment. And I want you to think about who has played a major influence in your life. No, I could show my mom and all that, but I'm not doing that because these two guys played a huge part in who I became today in the kids' ministry that we have. His name one is Kelly Preston. He was our children's pastor at the moment. Kelly Preston and Mark Blue played a huge impact in my life. Who influenced me? Mark's influence. Mark was a passionate worshiper, but he loved and he did everything that he could to reach the lost. anybody remember Mark Blue? Anybody in here from Mark Blue times? Incredible man. But that's how he influenced me. Pastor Kelly. Probably the, one of the best children's pastors in America. He is now over the kids' ministry in our national office. Uh, incredible man. But why was he a major influence? Because he was a professional clown. I didn't come up with this all on my own. So show him the, uh, the clown picture there. Lost it? How could you lose my God moment picture? But uh, Pastor Kelly was a professional clown. And uh, that's what he did uh, on, the, on, the, on the side as a kids minister. That's who he was by heart. But he made a, an incredible in, impact on my life and influenced me in so many ways to do the Professor Deedles, to do the Disco Daves, to do the duck, duct tape. Whatever it could be, I just began to grow and grow and grow. So I didn't realize this until years later, and I found this on my phone the other day, and I'm like, that's the God moment right there. A professional clown... Showed in my life right here. Natalie and I, we were at one of our LOL kids events. But God moments are important. But who has influenced us is so important in our life because everybody in this room influences somebody in some way. Now the thing is, just like God brought in uh, Pastor Mark and Pastor Kelly to influence my life, God always sets us up to bring people in our life to influence us, to influence you. It's the, it's the point to whether we caught that or not, or we understood that or not, but we can even look back in Scripture, Abraham and Lot. Anybody remember Abraham and a Lot? You can read about it in Genesis 11. But Abraham was, was, well, let's look at Lot a second. Lot lost his father at a young age. He didn't have a dad. So who did God bring into Lot's life? Woo, Abraham. What better man to be an influence in Lot's life Than Abraham. Come on, check that out. God set Lot up for success, but the problem is with Lot, Lot didn't always grab it. He didn't grab that that influence that Abraham had in his life. And so, where do we see Lot go in his life? We see him camped outside of Sodom and Gomorrah. He was sitting over the edge, looking and hearing about all of the partying and all of the things that were going on. But something changed inside of Lot that is noticed noted in scripture and we'll look at that here in just a little bit but i want you to write down two people that has played a major influence in your life just write that down take a note of that and let's have a god moment together you know what's so incredible today that influencers are everywhere now people are making tons and tons of money on being influencers y'all know what i'm talking about youtube influencers tiktok influencers i don't watch them but i know that a lot of you people do and it was really funny, Lily and I, we were, and Natalie, we were at Greenwood Assembly um, uh, of God doing an LOL event. We were sitting there, they took us out to lunch, yeah, Lily's smiling. I don't have a picture of this, because it's lost in the lake. Not saying anything about that. <laughs> but here we are, we're, at, we're having lunch, and Lily's, I don't know, she's 10, 11 years old, and she goes, and I'm like, Okay, there's our waitress. You need some chips and saucers huh? <laughs> and she's like, no, she's a star. And I was like, no, she's a waitress. And, uh, but she was. She was a big influencer on YouTube in the day. And Lily got up, got a picture taken with the girl. And, and uh, she was so excited because people have become influencers in some way. And my day was just commercials. In my day, we would see people on the commercial selling Wheaties and Frogers and whatever it was, making money, endorsements and so and so forth. But today they're all over the internet. They're watched all the time. Influencers out there. And the thing about it is what I thought was really crazy during the pandemic is the government paid them to stay home to make more videos. Who would say you made a lot of videos during your time during the COVID period? Lily, put your hand out. <laughs> But influencers out there, the thing is, we are all influencers. Every one of us is playing a part in influencing someone. The problem is, a lot of us are not influencing the best way. We're going to influence, whether it's good or bad, we're all influencers. We're all doing something to influence. So who who has influenced you? How were you influenced by those two people? Take a moment. And have a God moment today. And let's look at those people that you wrote down. Uh, influenced you. How did they influence you? What was so impact, they, that impact you so much that, that they influence you to do whatever? Maybe it was just graduating high school. I should have listened to them back in the day and I didn't do it. Who? Write it down. Take a moment with me and let's do it. But let's look at the Bible. There's a lot of people in the Bible that are a major influence has been a major influence in my life. I don't know about you, but I take time and I read, the, the read God's Word and I find people of influence all through here. One of my favorites, Joseph. How did Joseph influence me? Joseph never had a bad attitude when going through hard times. He never got a negative attitude. He always stood firm in his faith through all the things that Joseph went through. He influenced me to do the same. What about Ruth? What about Esther? How have they influenced you in your life? How do they influence me in my life? Man, think about Esther. Esther stood firm and stood still and did not move from what she believed, and she took the risk that was needed to take in order to save her family, to save her, her, her country, to save her people. She was a major influence in my life, but what about you? How are these people in your life have influenced you? So who would you say in the Bible has been one of the largest influencers in the world? Talk to me. You know, I'm a kids pastor, so I like I like two-way talk here. Noah? Noah, Noah who would say Noah is a big influence is the biggest influence. What about Jesus? <laughs> oh yeah, come on Lele, get on board here. Yes, I mean, think about it. Jesus was. As soon as Jesus' ministry started, what did Jesus do? What did he do? He began to grab people to do what? To follow him. One of the greatest scriptures we know is Matthew four nineteen says, Come follow who? Me, and I will show you how to fish for people. Jesus had one thing on mind, to save the lost to build people up, to influence their life in order to reach the lost. You know, there's another guy who played a major part in my life, and and Kelly was talking about him a little bit earlier, and that's that's David. Now, David said in 1 Samuel 13, we're actually going to look at two things here in 1 Samuel uh, 13, 14. We're going to see somebody that was a bad example, and we're going to see somebody that was a good example just in this one verse. But it says right here, it says, But now your kingdom must end, for the Lord has sought out a man after his what? After his what? After his own heart. And all the mistakes that David made, God still said, David is after my heart. You know, it's okay to make mistakes as long as we fix those mistakes. There's nothing wrong with it. That's how we influence others around us. When we fall, we get up, we do what's right, we make amends, and we influence others to do the same. How are they going to know how to find forgiveness or ask forgiveness if we don't show that around us? How are we going to be an influence in our mistakes to other people? Thomas was a great influence. Thomas messed up. Hey, I messed up. He took ownership for it, and he went forward on. That's what we are to do. In all the years that I've been in kids' ministry, I have made numerous mistakes. Numerous mistakes. But I've always showed and shared with our kids, and a lot of them in here today, how do you fix it? How do we make things right? How are we going to do it? And I'm hopefully that Lily and Dylan and Phoenix and Everett and Serenity and on and on and on, everybody out there will learn because we're going to influence. Let's be that influence. Let's make that difference and let's show people when we mess up how to make things right. Our kids are watching us, ladies and gentlemen. Our our community is watching us. But he says here, the Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people because you have not kept the Lord's commandment. We see here that, uh, that Saul was a terrible leader. He was a terrible leader because of his bad influence on the people of Israel. God ripped the kingdom from him. You see, when we don't fix our mistakes, God is going to have to do what he's got to do. But I want to look at somebody today that has been of influence, I think, on everybody in this room besides Jesus Christ and David and everybody else. It's Paul. Now, Paul has been a major influence in somebody's life in the Bible that we're going to pull from, and it was Timothy. Anybody remember the story of 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy? Take time and read it, and you're going to see. We're going to take a little part of it right here, and I want to read it. And uh, then we're going to look at some things that Paul encouraged Timothy to be an influence for and with. But it says right here in 1 Timothy 4.11, it says, Teach these things and insist that everyone learn them. Don't let anyone think less of you because you're what, kids? Because you're what? Because you're young. At young age does not have a limit on doing what is right and being an influence of those around you because we're all influencers. If you're, if you're a leader, you're an influence. If you're a parent, you're an influencer. If you just hang out with a gang of kids, a group of kids guess what? You're an influencer. If you're a sibling and you have an older one or a young one, guess what? You're an influencer. We all have the power to influence people in our life, and that's what Kelly Preston and Mark Blue did in my life. They influenced me, but not just them. There's some people in this room today. But it says, be an example to all believers. Can y'all read this what's kind of bolded up there with me? It says right here, be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to all, to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. Do not neglect the spiritual gift you received through the prophecy spoken over you when the elders of the church laid their hands on you. Give your a complete attention to these matters. Throw yourself into the task so that everyone will see your what? Your progress. Keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the sake of those who hear you. You see, there's so much on the line, God. There's so much on the line being an influencer because everybody in this room is an influencer in one way or the other. Paul is telling Timothy, hey, salvation is on the line. Salvation is on the line. Not just your salvation, but the people around you, how we influence them is either going to pull them away or draw them further away. And a lot of times, I think a lot of times, a lot of us do it and we don't even realize what we're doing, how we're pushing people away from the cross instead of pulling them close to it. Man, we've got to watch out on what we do and how we influence because ear, little ears here. But let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for the God moments that you have given everybody in this room. Everybody in this room has an experience, a God moment from you. Lord, I pray that you would open our heart today and help us to, to pull from Paul his influence that he had on Timothy that we can put into our life and learn from him the words that were spoken to Timothy that are being spoken to us today, God, through your word. God, that we can become better, that we can become better at what we're doing and how we're living in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Check that out. Um, so let's look at this. So Paul says right here, I need you um, to be an example to all believers in what you what? and what you say, watching what you speak. You see, because our words words can kill, our words can give life. Neither either poison or fruit you choose. The Bible tells us that don't use foul and abusive language. Let everything you say be good and what? Helpful, not just some things, but everything that we comes out of our mouths should be what? Good and helpful, so that your words may be an encouragement to those who hear you. We have to learn to watch what we say. Each and every person in this room, we are influencing somebody in our life, for the good or for the worst. Man, let's check ourselves before we talk. Let's make sure that we think before we say anything. Is it, is, it, is it building up or is it tearing down? What are we doing with our words? How are we influencing those around us? You know what? As parents, we have, we have a huge responsibility, but as a Christian, we have a huge responsibility. Because that's what Paul was telling Timothy you have to be careful on what you're saying and how you're living. Because salvation is on the line. Salvation, the kingdom of heaven, is on the line for for everybody that comes into our path. We never know at what given moment that we're going to have that God moment with somebody. And I have told people at work, dude, your witness is horrible through your language. Don't be bashful to say, man, come on, is that building people up or is that tearing people down? We have to learn that our very words are going to influence life into people. We need to watch every word that comes out of our mouth. We always say it, think before you what? Come on, let's think before we speak. That's what Paul is is, is, is encouraging Timothy to do because everybody is watching him. Everybody there is watching him. Hey, be careful, Timothy. Be careful of what you say. And then what does he say? Then he says, in the way you what? In the way you live. Now this is huge. So we don't even have to speak a word and our influence can be all over us. How? How are you living? How are you shining and representing the kingdom of heaven in your life? If you're claiming to be that Christian person, Oh, I'm not the best Christian. It's okay, I'm not either. I make plenty of mistakes. But I really tried to make sure that no matter what anybody sees out there, even in my room with my wife, that it's all building up. It's all how I live. It's how I'm representing Christ and how I take care of Lily and, and how I take care of my wife. And, and I want her to see what a godly man is in her life. Because if not, where is she going to get it? Where is she going to get that? How are we showing our family and gen, then just their community that we are living as Christ desires us to live. Because we can influence people who are not even saying a word. You know, the biggest thing is, you know, they say, oh, a little drink's okay. A little, why? Why should we have a little drink to begin with? Is that going to do us any good? No. It's not. It's going to do more harm than good. It's how we live, what we watch on the TV, what we listen to, what, what, what are we subjecting to our hearts and our minds. Where's the filter? What are we showing is important to our children and to those who come over? What are we showing them? Because we can influence them. If they see me do it, if I have, you know, it's a blessing to see Thomas and Gracie up here because they used to be in our kids' church back in the day. What if Gracie and Thomas see us out there? drinking or cussing or, or having a wild time and, and, and talking about all this junk, what if they see that? What is that going to do to them? How is that going to influence their life? Well, hey, Double D's doing it. It must be not so bad. No. We have to be careful. So Paul went on a little bit more and he says, hey, let's be careful in your love in your love set that example think about that set that example in your love man that goes a long way paul is telling timothy that love because the bible teaches us that we are to love who what does he say he says you must love the lord your god with what with all your what all of your soul all of your mind, with all of your strength. And the sequin, second is equally important to love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. It's how we love people. It's how we accept people. You know, I was watching uh, uh, 49, the Jackie Robinson story. Anybody seen that? Oh, That's it's an awesome story of Jackie Robinson, the, you know, the legendary baseball player. I was watching it the other day and uh um so there you know jackie robinson um, was on the field and they were saying all this bad stuff about jackie on the field because he was a black ball player at the time they did not accept him uh he was getting it bad and this was at the moment they showed they focused on this kid in the stand and everybody was yelling and very hateful to jackie robinson and it was horrible and then they showed they focused on this one kid and, that was in the stand and he started looking at everybody he started looking and guess what he did he began to start yelling those things at jackie robinson too you see he was influenced by those who were around him but later on the moments went on that that boy it focused back on that boy and that boy began to realize what he was saying was wrong and he kind of you saw him in in the stands kind of sink down a little bit and he stopped doing what he was doing because what he was doing was wrong You see, we don't realize what little things people pick up that we influence on. The movies that we watch influence on. You know, when you go see a fast movie like Top Gun Maverick, you want to get out and you want to go the need for what? Speed, you know, you want to go fast. It influences you. Am I not the only person that thinks like that? (laughs) (laughs) Of course it does. You know, you get in there and you want to go fast and you want to do that because a lot of things in our life influences us. And we influence those without even speaking a word, but we influence through our love. I always tell, I've told everybody in the kids' ministry for years, and we've got a great children's pastor. You know the thing is about Crystal, why she is so great too? She was influenced by the same person I was, by Kelly Preston. Major influence. She was one of the first few kids, what was called Special Forces back then. You've heard her story. That's why she is great as she is. Not it. We give God all the glory for it. But God brings those people into our life to play a major what? Influence in our life to help us, to spur us on, to do what He needs us to do. And He needs us to love people that others won't love. But I have to say, as the assembly, you do a great job at it. I hear a lot of great stories, people that come in here, how they were accepted and how they were loved and they feel like it's home. Because you know why? Because we're a healthy church. But what are we when we leave the church? That's huge. Second to the last thing is Paul tells Timothy, it's your faith. It's your faith. Let your faith influence others to come to Jesus Christ. That's what Paul was telling Timothy. It's about salvation, the ultimate goal. Is it not for all to be saved? Is that not the ultimate goal? And that's what he was saying. It's about your faith. It's about standing firm in what you believe when others around you don't. Stand firm in it. Don't let nobody push you away, have the influence to. To, uh, to make you change your mind because you believe in Jesus Christ as the Lord God, our Savior, and you believe in what the Bible tells us, how to live, oh, the next one, a pure life? We've got to learn to stand firm in what we believe. And we're going to run across more people today than ever before that says, No, you got your truth, I've got my truth, they've got their truth. I mean, all I know is Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's all that I know. You want to believe something else? Okay, I will, I'm will. i not going to persuade you. I'm going to try to influence you. But how do we do that? We do that in our speech. We do that in how we live. We do that in our love. We do that by being... Being who Jesus needs us to be, and that's what Jesus, I mean, Paul was telling Timothy to do. This is how you're going to reach people, this is how you're going to make a difference. This is where it's at. Then he says, The last thing, in your purity. Woo! In your purity. Create in me a what? A clean heart, oh God, and renew a royal, loyal spirit within me within me man that's what god is wanting us to do that's how we're going to make a a better difference in this world a better difference in this community you know we have an awesome opportunity to play a major influence on over 200 kids that's going to come this this week last year we were running 200 kids every night we cannot do that alone but what's the joy about it Is seeing a smile on a kid's face and loving a kid and making a kid feel welcome at sometimes that they don't feel welcome at? We don't realize the kids that walk through this door that they go home into a disaster. They don't go home to someone that gives them a love and, and a kiss good night and give them encouraging words. And, and they don't get that. We don't know. We don't even know the kids that are over there now that might be your kids what they get. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying what I have seen over the 22 years being in the kids ministry. We've seen a lot of wonderful things. we and I compliment parents all the time, what a great job you're doing. What an awesome kid that you have. But we have to realize. And so now what I want you to do, I want you to take a moment and have a God moment. Your God moment. And I want you to think of, of the people that you can influence around you. And take a moment, write it down. And say, you know what, I want to be a better influence on so-and-so. I want to be a better influence on my wife or on my kids or a coworker, or somebody here or somebody wherever they may be. We need to take that moment and we need to find that God moment. And we need to listen to God and say, God, help me to be that person you need me to be in our community, in my home, in my place. You know, we talked about a lot of good, all the good. But I, I love, what are we going to leave behind when we leave? What are we going to leave? Natalie was reading to me last night, I think it was in uh, Peter, about leaving a legacy. What kind of legacy are we going to leave behind? Pastor Kelly, who influenced me back in, back in the early days of my Christian life, that's what he taught. Don't just live a legacy, but leave a legacy. Leave a legacy. How are people going to remember? How, what are they going to remember of you when you leave this world? And I love what we find in 2 Timothy 13. It talks about how Elisha influenced, remained even after he died even after he died somebody died Elijah's body was all bones laying in a tomb and somebody died they picked his body up put him in the tomb and the man came back to life how what are we going to leave how are we going to be an influence to those around us and I'll say it over and over again I'm not perfect by all means I mess up a lot You know what? Lot messed up too. Lot messed up. He didn't listen to Abraham most likely. We don't know all the conversations that Abraham had with Lot. But I bet you Abraham had some pretty deep conversations with Lot. But Lot had his mind made up like a lot of us have our minds made up. But we need to allow God to renew our minds. To renew our thinking. You see what we found, what we find in 2nd uh, in, in Peter 2, that Lot was noticed as righteous. Wow. Even though that Lot messed up, he was noticed as righteous. Because it says, but God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick. Of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Lot was, right, was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and he heard day after day. You see, God was working on Lot's life when we didn't even know it. He was working. Man, what kind of influence are you? I check myself all the time. And when I mess up, I go to my I go to my kids, I go to my coworkers, I go to my clients. I'll go. I'll 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 make things right. I'll humble myself. But will you? Man, with every head bowed, take a moment, because this is huge. God moments, God moments, God moments, God moments. This was my God moment. These were what God said in my life to make a difference. What has God said in your life so you can make a difference? If you're in here today and you just recognize that you have not been the greatest influencer to those who are around you, man, all you got to do is start all over. Just grab that guitar and start all over. That's what we do. We just start over. If someone's done us wrong, find grace, find mercy, find forgiveness, and let's move on. Let's build people up. Let's not tear them down. Let's work together to the building of the kingdom of heaven. That's what it's all about. But if you're in here today and you recognize that you are not the greatest influence to those around you, make that moment today. Just take that place where you're at. And have a moment with God. And say, God, help me to be a better influence, to have better language, to live a better life, to be faithful, to love, to live a pure life, a holy life for you, God. Man, Lord God, I just ask you, As you have helped me and others, Lord, help those that are out there, Lord, today. They're looking for a God moment. They're looking for a moment to have with you. And every day goes by, it just slips away. Help us, Lord, to learn from your word, to be steadfast, Help us to be to better influence those that are around us. All I know is, God, I love you, and all I can speak is for myself. I try. I mess up, but I try. And I cry out to you every day, pretty much. Because I know I cannot do it alone. Just like Kelly was saying, we can't do this alone. We got to have your strength. We got to have your courage. We got to have everything that Paul was telling Timothy. Timothy, this is what you need. This is what you need to do. God, may you have a moment in our lives right now. Just have a moment. You recognize that's you. You just want to do better. You want to be better. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. No, our pastor has always told us the best thing to do is just start now. Start now. Start now. Forget about the past. Let's move forward and just start now. We love you, Lord. And we thank you for having a moment today in our lives through your word. Thank you. Amen. If you need a God moment and you want to pray, I would love to pray with you. My wife and I, leaders of this church, just love to pray with you. Hello, this is Greg Sanders, pastor of the Assembly here in Cabot. I want to say thanks for listening today. If you are ever in the Cabot area, we'd love to have you join us for a service. For service times, check out our webpage at theassemblycabot.com. Thanks again for listening. We hope you have a great day, and God bless.